We are back here on 93.7 The Ticket. Thanks for joining us. And uh, we've got a little bit more WWE to talk here. About half an hour left in the show. So uh, stay tuned. We've got Raw. We just went through SmackDown. And now we are on uh, about to talk Raw. So we will just jump right into that. Of course, pretty a judgment day throughout both shows. And that's where we started here uh, as well but let's start with the very tip of the show where main event jay uso kicked off this week you could tell he's very over with the crowd i love his uh kind of doing the the arm bob uh, arm bob and, and getting people going uh the crowd does it with him uh looks very cool and then once again jay was uh as you could if, if you could see kind of broken away from the bloodline uh has his blue hair kind of wearing a blue shirt uh, which was interesting, you know, going over to to Raw now, the, the red brand. Uh, he looked very much like he belonged on SmackDown, but that's all right. Uh, and uh, uh, so he kind of he kind of got it going. And then uh, what was very cool, I thought, to start the show, because we saw uh, Sami Zayn embrace him the previous week, is KO's music hit. So before we really got into a match, KO, KO walking down to the ring, we didn't know exactly what was going to happen there. Um, ultimately KO told Jay that he's got a long way to prove that he's changed and that he can be trusted. Um, and that is when judgment days music came or hit. And so, um, I don't know. I'll, I'll just stop right there. Would you have rather seen them go a different direction? Augie and seen KO maybe not be as, as accepting to Jay, try to tell that story of him and, 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 and Sammy, I guess, kind of arguing for weeks. I think, I mean, the result of it, we'll probably see that either way, mm -hmm. but uh, I was kind of interested in KO. Like if a KO came out, feuded with Jay, you know, or had a match with Jay and then kind of had to, to talk about that with, with Sammy, I thought that would have been interesting too. No, I agree with you 100% on that. You know, it, it, it really shocked me that Kevin was kind of so cool about it because, I mean, you know, they made, you know, the bloodline made Kevin KO's life miserable for about a year. You know, yeah. he should have been WWE champion about twice. He got, you know, screwed over by a ref, you know, or the, the count falls anywhere, whatever you call it, where they yeah, didn't yeah. know how to count to 10 um, and all that. <laughs> and then, you know, the Uso super kicking him, you know, interfering in all his title matches. Um, I think they even injured him for a little bit, you know, kept him, put him on the shelf yeah. and he comes back and it, you know, he, he's got a little bit of hatred towards him. You could tell, you know, he doesn't know, but pr pretty accepting of it. And I was like, I was like, whoa, this is, this is a weird direction. So no, I'm with you. I would have loved if KO would have came out and just attacked him, you know, and you know, no, no words, just, just come out, hit him with a, with a stunner, um, uh, something like yeah. that, you know, and just, just go straight into it. And then, like you said, you know, have Sammy kind of be in the middle. Um, would have been interesting. I, I, I don't mind where they're kind of taking this because, like you said, they're gonna. It, that's gonna. I think that's gonna end up anyways. Uh, but adding the Judgment Day to everything, um, I think can make it better. It can make it interesting. It could. It could keep our minds preoccupied somewhere, and then they hit us with with a different twist. Um, so I'm I'm interested to see that. But no, I would have loved to see Ko and Jay just kind of brawl at first. Yeah, and part of that might just be my hope for heel KO. I mean, I, I always think bad fighting, you know, doesn't give a damn KO. It's much better than heel, you know, face KO, which just yells a bunch and is, is kind of he can do comedy too. He's not bad at it. It's just he's so good at being a heel um, that I kind of miss those days whenever he's a face. But uh, we'll kind of see if we get to that. In any case, the Judgment Day comes out uh, and they say that Owens doesn't speak for the locker room. Uh, that they respect Jay right away as soon as he makes it to the you know to, to the raw roster, and that they invite him in fact to join Judgment Day, which we already saw Dom do. But now for you know the other guys to be involved, um, Dom was out in the ring uh, by the way uh, with with Priest and Balor. Um, 
and so I thought that was really interesting. They've kind of continued to tell that story throughout the night. Um, so Jay's ultimately though offers up a tag team match, a, 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 an alliance with KO, since Sami Zayn's not in the building. I don't. They never really explained why Sami's not there. They just said he's not there, <laughs> um, which is kind of weird. I, I, they probably just told him to have the day off so that they could tell this story. But yeah. uh, it is what it is. Um, but then I thought it was really nice when and I thought it might have ended. The reason why I thought I, I kind of got this pop is when Jay super kicked Dom. I thought, okay, he might be that. That says no, he's not part yeah. of 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 Judgment Day. We saw throughout the rest of the night that's not necessarily the case. But I thought that that was kind of a, an interesting um, story to be told there. Uh, of course, as this match goes on, good hard hitting match. Eventually, Jay accidentally hits Owens with a super kick and paves the way for Balor to hit the coup de gras for the win. Um, and so, so again, telling the story of Owens is not going to be able to trust Jay. Um, they've done the accidental hitting in, in just, you know, another feud, <laughs> you know, yeah. just last week, it seems like, I don't know if it was quite that, but, uh, that, that's my only problem with the, the way that they told the story is it seems that they, they seem to borrow from other feuds a little bit more now in the triple H era as well. And so, you know, we can have, uh, for the most part, the triple H era has been fantastic. Great. Um, but, uh, it deserves some critiques as well. Yeah, it, it is very messy. Um, great match. You know, as you said, I, I, I enjoyed the match a hundred percent. I was with you on there. It, it's just, it's just so confusing. Cause it's, you know, where are they taking this, you know? And, and that's, that's the beauty of it too. You know, they keep us intrigued. They keep us hooked for next week. Um, in the weeks after that, um, I, I, I kind of saw this coming, you know, I saw KO getting super kicked. Um, you know, I, I kind of knew that's the direction they were going to take it. Um, but I'll be interested to see kind of kind of what they do from here on out with with Jay. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm very intrigued by that. Um, by the way, the other feud I was talking about is the 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 uh, New Day and Drew McIntyre and Riddle and mm. all those guys. They've been accidentally hitting each other the last couple of weeks, so that's kind of what I was thinking. It's like that's that's kind of just the same thing, but uh, at least it's in a different feud. And, and it, again, it, it it's Judgment Day is just everywhere. Jay's going to have to try to to earn the trust of ko and that's going to be difficult so um that'll be interesting to see how that follows up um here's a popcorn match if i ever if i ever had one uh was the miz against akira tozawa the only reason why i was interested is i i kind of a cheer for akira because he's actually pretty darn good in the ring yeah. he's a good comedy actor uh, as well he's he's just really small and they just, they'll just never really get behind him. Yeah. Um, but in any case, he did beat the Miz leading up to this LA night feud. So they basically just had this quick match. The Miz beats Akira. Akira did get some offense in, like I said, cause he can do it. I mean, he is impressive to watch, um, but uh clean finish. Miz beats Taz, uh, Tazawa. Not much to say there other than that. Yeah. I, and I think it was a message towards um, LA night possibly, you know, cause I think the Miz hit what three, school crushing finales in a row uh, kind of went kind of went full heel on him you know to kind of show he's a threat because i think two weeks ago akira actually beat the miz in a match right in yeah, front of la yeah. night so this this is popcorn match as you said you know i i agree with it but i think it i think it has a purpose of trying to bring that few that you wish would end in in the miz and la <laughs> night you know their, with their yeah. next match there but you know it it wasn't a horrible match it just you, you don't expect to see Akira Tozawa win anymore on Monday Night Raw. So. Yeah, yeah. So they're basically just feeding him to the Miz, but yeah, that's fine. Uh, the Miz, <laughs> the Miz actually really needs some wins too. If you actually look <laughs> at his like his actual matches that he's won this year, I think this is maybe his second. <laughs> I mean, because yeah. 
he he gets fed to everybody, but he's always credible because of how well he can speak. And of course, of his past of, of being a Grand Slam champion and, and just a world champion and all that. Um, the, next up, they had Gunther uh, come out to celebrate his new record of uh, being the Intercontinental Champion for the longest time. Um, maybe you're wondering what his next feud would be. Well, it's still Chad Gable. Chad Gable comes out, uh, unsurprisingly, to challenge the ring general. And uh, I thought that this was was really good. And I think this is a feud that I'm not tired of. Uh, yep. and, and they can have Gunther beat Gable as much as they want. I still think they've got a few matches in here if they want to do it. And that's where it looks like where they're going. And I thought Gunther did a good job of telling him that he respects him and all that. Uh, but he's a bad dad because of, <laughs> so, you know, that's a good little setup for, okay, there's some respect there. And then, okay, there's no respect there. Uh, so that was pretty good. Um, and, uh, so he kind of had a battle there. Of course, eventually the numbers, uh, caught up to Chad Gable and Otis who came out to help him. Imperium has three guys out there. And so eventually Tommaso Ciampa comes out and, uh, and helps really clears the ring and sets up for a match, uh, later in the night. Uh, next up, we had, uh, Xavier Woods against Drew McIntyre. This set up by a promo earlier where Xavier, uh, and McIntyre, of course, have been at odds. This has been the, the thing where they're kind of accidentally hitting each other's teammates and such. Um, so two baby faces kind of butting heads here. And, and maybe McIntyre a little bit, you know, he can be a mean baby face. face mm -hmm. So he felt a little bit heelish here. Uh, but ultimately, they put on a good match. McIntyre throws Woods into the announcer's table uh, before a commercial break, which I thought was uh, very impressive. And eventually uh, picks up the win with a Claymore. Um, and so there's a lot more to be told, uh, between the new day and McRiddle. Um, the one thing to kind of think about here is Matt Riddle once again in the news and maybe why he was not involved in this match, or maybe this was kind of a last minute change of direction. If you didn't uh, kind of see, um, Riddle was uh, on a plane, uh, they got a, a disturbance call for somebody on the plane. It turned out that was Riddle. He made a sexual assault, uh, char or case, I suppose, against a police officer who was, basically, you know, making sure that he was all, all good to go because he was a disturbance on the plane. So more details need to kind of come out about that. But um, Riddle sometimes off out, outside of the ring, outside of the square circle, makes it hard for him to get a push inside of it just because of the outside stuff. Yeah, I mean, you know, the man's got some demons. You know, we all do, but he, he, he has some big demons, you know, that seem to just hit every time he's getting a push, every single time. You know, you, you hear in the news, you know, breaking news, Matt Riddle this, Matt Riddle that. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets punished again and we don't see him on TV for the next couple months, you know, after they finish this investigation. Because from what the reports sound like, it, it's not going to be in his favor. Um, you know, he was yeah. a on a plane and, and you can't do that, you know. Um, so I, I think, you know, if we go back into this to the circle of it or into the squared ring, I'm sorry, um, of it all. <laughs> I, I think you have to turn McIntyre heel, you know, if Riddle can't be his, his tag team partner and then, you know, thank everybody that McRiddle can be gone, you know, never, never revisit that again. Um, just retire that name now. Um, but yeah, you got, you got to turn McIntyre heel. He is dominant as a heel. He is a credible threat to everybody, to every champion as a heel. And right now they've just, they don't know what to do with him, but turn him heel. Let, let him go loose. I think that'd be, that'd be just great for him. This might be a surprise, but I actually liked his pairing with Dolph, Dolph Ziggler back in the day when they were heels. Now they didn't they didn't push him enough, and eventually they broke off from each other. McIntyre basically wrote off Dean Ambrose. Remember when he left? Yeah, um, and that kind of set up his matchup with Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Um, 
McIntyre at the time as a heel really needed that victory. But of course, they they let uh, Roman Reigns get the win there. But I was a very big fan of of McIntyre as a heel. I th- I mean, I thought he did a very good job there. Also, I haven't seen Ziggler in a while, so maybe yeah. they would maybe they would refresh <laughs> that up a little bit. But I don't think so. I, I don't think he necessarily needs him if he does go heel. But you're right. Um, McIntyre as a face has basically been through the the batting order um, mm-hmm. and has kind of has, has kind of done it all and and kind of needs a, a shift. Now, some people will say he, maybe he's still selling enough merchandise. You know, kids might still gravitate toward the sword or the Scottish warrior type of thing uh, in merchandise sales. And so I've, I've seen that as a reason why he might not make the switch. But as far as his character being stale, it's pretty stale. Yeah, it, it is. This kind of he's not on that pedigree, but this kind of reminds me of like John Cena. You know, John Cena never turned heel simply because he's with the fan, you know, with the fans, with the kids, all the make a wish. You can't have a heel really doing all that. But yeah. man, I would have loved to see a heel John Cena. You know, I think that yeah. that would have been amazing because remember his Thugonomics day, you know, Doctor Thugonomics and all that. Drew McIntyre, I mean, has that ability. You know, he's 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 a beast. You know, he's six foot six. He's just built like a tank. Um, he's got that deep Scottish accent. You know, he, he's, he's a Dolph Lundgren, you know, to the Rocky movies yeah. and all that stuff. So in the WWE, and I mean, it's gold, but I don't know. We'll see. You know, I'm, I'm not a writer, so I can't, you know, I can only wish for things. So here's the question. If he does go heel, does he have to get rid of the sword? Because <laughs> he'll can't have a sword and not use it. I don't think. Yeah. If he keeps it, he uses it on Seth Rollins. That, that would be, I don't know how they do that. But you it's know, it's something like that. The ring. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. That that sword's always interesting because I don't. There's not much you can. I mean, he, they did what he first brought out. He'd swing it at people and they'd dive left and right, and you just kind of go. Did, <laughs> no, that's he, never deliver. You can't have him stab somebody. Didn't he like accidentally like hit it against something and the sword like either broke or bent really bad and it, it, it <laughs> yeah. and it was like. Everybody's like, oh, so it's not a real sword. It's like, well, yeah, they're not going to have a six foot six Scottish man, you know, walking down with a real sword towards people. You know, someone might get stabbed in the eye and then that's that's just not good for business at all. So, yeah, that's uh, that's an accident waiting to happen. So I think (laughs) one way or the other to get that sword out of there will probably help. But again, I'm sure it's good for like action figure sales like, you yeah. know that's probably pretty cool but uh you can't actually use a sword in wrestling all right we'll take a quick break we've got a little bit more to talk about including the women's tag team uh rollins promo rhea ripley and raquel rodriguez in a surprise return to round out raw we'll do all that coming up next year on 93.7 the ticket after this quick break